Hi, this is Ozzy Jurok from Ozbuzz. And Ozbuzz today is very fortunate to have as a guest Olga Rickards, who is a best-selling author, a regular guest speaker on positive psychology at the University of British Columbia, and she is a life coach to high achievers. Her clients include multimillionaire entrepreneurs and executives that run multi-billion dollar companies. She is a unique speciality because she helps her clients remove inner mental and emotional blocks. So welcome, Olga. Well, thank you so much, Olga. It's so nice to be here. How did you get started in all this? You know, I actually had no plans to become a life coach whatsoever. My background is in human resources management and uh, real estate investments. However, I've always been a student of personal development and I attended many uh, conferences and events. And um, at some point, something strange started to happen. Uh, time after time, I would find myself at a conference or a seminar. And, you know, late at night, I would have a glass of wine with some high-level entrepreneur or executive who would share challenges that they're going through with me, sometimes very deep, very private stuff, and ask me for my advice. And I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, is something written on my forehead or something? <laughs> Maybe it was the wine that loosened wine the tongue. Wine could be yeah. as well. However, um, you know, I've been through a lot of uh, hardships in my life. You know, I had my fair share. And um, as a direct and opinionated Russian, when people ask me, I don't <laughs> mind to share, you know, what I would do in their shoes. And... Um, Interestingly enough, you know, months later, they would call me and they say, Olga, your advice was incredibly helpful. Uh, some people said it was life-changing. And every single one of them said afterwards, you should be a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> what was the catalyst you, yeah, to I, get you into I, that? I laughed. I laughed uh, initially. However, when it happened too many times, I started thinking, hmm, maybe there is something to it because... I'm all the way from um, Russia, from Siberia, I'm that exotic, and I always had this idea that when I have th particular things in my life, I would be happy. And I found myself at a point where, you know, HR manager turned real estate investor, I, I sort of had everything a girl from Siberia can possibly want. Well, almost everything. <laughs> Yet, uh, I wasn't happy or fulfilled, and uh, I started thinking, well, there got to be something to it. So I started searching for purpose and meaning for me, and I dove even deeper into psychology, neuroscience, business excellence, and st I started turning my life around. And um, then I had a very weird experience in Chicago. When I was walking along the lake, I came to have a bunch of uh, business meetings, and I had half an hour before the next meeting, and I was like, well, I'm just going to have a little walk. And I started thinking, you know, about my life, how I turned it around, and what my soul is supposed to do here. And I had some sort of a spiritual download, if you will, <laughs> When um, I literally lost two hours of my life, don't ask, I still don't have a logical explanation. <laughs> I, I was late for all of my meetings. However, at that moment, I was very clear what I'm supposed to do. And I started my uh, coaching and consulting business working with high achievers. Why high achievers? I never looked back. Well, full disclosure. I have an allergic reaction to negativity, whining, <laughs> complaining, and playing the victim. Maybe because uh, coming from communistic Russia, I was exposed to this mindset a lot, and I had to work very hard to change that attitude towards life. And so um, I like working with uh, doers, not daunters. You know, yeah. I like to deal with people who 
uh, take full responsibility for their life. And more importantly, I find that when you are a successful entrepreneur or executive, the world seems to get a lot smaller when it comes to finding people who really understand the challenges you're going through sure. and who can provide meaningful guidance. So how do you help your clients? How do you provide that guidance? Well, I chose a little bit more challenging route, so I don't do just particularly you no know, niche coaching. I do whole life coaching, meaning that I help my clients with a lot of their personal uh, challenges, as well as um, I do business consulting, um, uh, small and medium-sized businesses mostly. However, some of my clients run quite large corporations. Because, you know, all areas of our life are completely interconnected and, you know, if things are not good at home, it affects our productivity at work and vice versa. Uh, and I also have a secret weapon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I um, help my clients go deep into their subconscious mind and remove inner mental and emotional blocks that silently sabotage their potential. Because that's sometimes that's why it's hard to change because you have a mental understanding of what you need to do but what you really need to get to is to where the basics are, right? I know sometimes I People say, I look at it a certain way, but really we don't look with our eyes. We look through our eyes exactly. based on how we're programmed internally, and that's what you're getting at. Exactly. We don't look at life as it is. We look at life as we are. Well, yeah, exactly. How we color it based on our maybe Uncle Harry and Auntie Harriet put some thoughts in Big our time. head. Big time. And we have uh, very specific colors that are very <laughs> stable, I have to say. That's the challenge, to change those colors. That's right. You know, so... That's what makes it hard to change. Yeah, and um, actually the, the core reason why it's so hard to change is because there is a very serious force at play called the subconscious mind. Science now tells us that 95% of our actions, thoughts, beliefs, and feelings are automatically controlled by our subconscious. And uh, I always like to give this metaphor to my clients. Imagine your subconscious mind is a big elephant mm -hmm. and your conscious mind as the rider, you know, the little yeah. man on top of the elephant. So the rider can manage the elephant. However, what happens if the elephant wants to go in a different direction? <laughs> you have to dig deeper and you have to find out but those executives have to also be willing to share because it's not that easy to sort of unburden yourself, you know. So you have to have an understanding of how the mind works and what their challenges are. Absolutely. And, you know, the biggest uh, challenge when it comes to change is that, you know, we all have an inner image that is a very complicated combination of our beliefs about ourselves, the world around us, and our future. And so when we uh, want to change, we can do and say a lot of wonderful things on the conscious level. Sure. However, it's the subconscious that actually runs all our major decisions. Because deep down, we have that perception about ourselves, about what we can and cannot do, what's possible and not possible specifically for us, based on what we learned a very long time ago. And uh, those are the beliefs that, uh, you know, interestingly enough, even though they were formed in our very early childhood, they continue running our adult life every mm -hmm. single day. So we become perfectionists, everything has to be right, done, or that, that procrastinate. Or Absolutely. Or, uh, so we create beliefs about, like, I'm not good enough, or I don't belong, or I can trust anybody, or life, love always lives, you know, life is not safe. And these beliefs, they are stored incredibly deep. And the reason it happens is because we form our 
or beliefs typically by the age of seven. Some of them we form as early as, um, you know, they say that even by the time we are born, there is a lot of stuff that happens in the last trimester of pregnancy that kind of sets up our overall perception uh, of things. And then by the age of 12, still a little bit of room for change. And then by the age of 21, we are almost like a machine set in stone. And that's why it's so challenging to change. On, on one hand, of course, life, if you want it or not, we are changing because life throws challenging circumstances and we grow and all that. And at the same time, if you think about it, like take, for example, personal development industry, people go to like out of 100% of population, only about, you know, 5% actually go to any kind of events that would allow them to uh, improve their life. But and then, you, then, even if they go to these events. Well, exactly. What do you think is the percentage out of yeah. that 100%? Yeah. It's, it's only three. It's because quite, quite often, you know, you go and it's, it's, <clears throat> it's human nature. You listen to a great speaker. Say you go to Tony Robbins or somebody that really talks to you, it resonates, and you take furious notes, and I see it all the time, and people go out, out of the door thinking, wow, I'm floating, uh, you know, I've caught it, I understand it. And then Monday morning comes. <laughs> and then two weeks later, they open the trunk of their car, and they have all the notes, and I didn't yeah. do anything. So yeah. the whole idea from, I always maintain that understanding is just not good enough. We I don't think people are necessarily stupid or willfully stupid. People are actually smart. They are smart. They understand, but the thing is going from understanding into actually doing something. I guess that's where we need help. These are the blocks that I'm talking about because the subconscious mind, the way um, it is, uh, it works. It has its own logic. So conscious mind and subconscious mind, they are you know two very different things. And the number one job of our subconscious mind is to protect it, protect us. And so if you think about why why we do what we do, not what we say, why we procrastinate, why we sabotage our own happiness and success, why we first to settle for less than we deserve, is because deep down, things that we believe about ourselves, that, you know, what's possible and not possible, and ultimately, if you remove absolutely everything, it comes down to fear, but not conscious fear, but unconscious fear. You know, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of uh, not being good enough, and everything in between. Um, something happens in the brain that, um, you know, I found very fascinating when I learned about it. When, you know, if we completely simplify the brain, uh, we have uh, many different circuits. And we also have a motivational circuit and fear circuit. So we get excited, we go to all the seminars, we want to change our life, and then when we experience fear, when the fear circuit gets activated because, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to go there and do that, but what if I do that and everybody would see what a loser I am and I fail yeah. because I fail? Sure. Or, you know, people will not like me anymore because I'm much more successful and I will kind of drift away from them. There are many unconscious fears. So when um, fear circuit gets activated in the brain, motivational circuit pretty much gets shut down. And so for most people, it means just, you know, kind of putting everything on, on, on brakes and not moving forward. Well, certainly, <clears throat> when you work with high achievers, so they must have had a certain level of motivation to get to where they are. And then maybe when they get there, maybe then they look around and saying, you know, now, do I belong here or how can I go from here? Is that where you enter? The way how I look at it is, are we doing it to, like, prove sense of self-worth? Because there are mm -hmm. a lot of things that we do not running towards something, but running away from something. 
And we have a lot of very un, 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 not understood stuff about ourselves, all our triggers and patterns. And uh, on one hand, of course, we have plenty of uh, great beliefs, and those beliefs brought us where we are. That's wonderful. However, we also have a bunch of negative beliefs, and very often uh, people would have imposter syndrome, like I don't belong, I can be here, or you know, I just got here because of luck. Or they get to a particular level, and then a lot of self-sabotage and behavior starting to happen. So despite all the success, there is a lot of pain and a lot of challenges that they deal with. Yeah, there seems to be sometimes you hear stories about studies on CEOs, and they have exactly that thought. If they only knew that I don't know that much, or I'm not really exactly if they I only shouldn't knew. be here, right? So you start wondering. You know, the great American porn, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, grant me someone who can make me do what I can, you know. We all need somebody from the outside to take a look at ourselves and say, you know what, you do fine guy, fine gal, but you know, if you take a good hard look at what you do, you can do so much more and you can do it maybe easier, but you have to do some work on yourself first. Big time. And this is what I feel understanding our subconscious uh, triggers and patterns come, comes in incredibly helpful. And uh, this is where change can happen really fast. Because as I said, subconscious has its own logic and there are few things that uh, probably I should share because when I learned this, I was like, hmm, no wonder, <laughs> you know, like it's so hard to change. Well, what are some of the secrets of the subconscious mind? The subconscious mind is like a big memory bank. It remembers everything from the moment we are born all the way up to now. You know, old people under hypnosis recall with perfect clarity events that happened to them when they were small children. So our subconscious remembers and stores everything for the reason that the number one job of our subconscious mind is to protect us. And not protect us in terms of, you know, what makes sense to us on the logical level, but to protect us from all the failures and pain and challenges that sure. we experienced in the past. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that subconscious will do anything it takes to protect us. Uh, to the point where it just doesn't make any sense and we would struggle with the outcome, however, it's a protection. Just to give an example, I worked with a highly successful uh, woman executive who um, was, you know, fantastic at all areas of her life except her love life and she was quite overweight. And it doesn't matter what she did, she just couldn't let go of the weight. However, until the age of uh, 20, she was uh, quite uh, slim and beautiful. And I knew that some kind of trauma happened around that time. And so unfortunately, um, she was raped at the age of uh, mm. 20, which is you know, a traumatic experience for any woman. And it would definitely create uh, a, a trigger uh, that uh, would be very painful. But the story goes deeper. The guy who raped her actually asked her parents to marry her. And instead of supporting the daughter, they, mm -hmm. you know, um, okay, the marriage. They sanctioned. So for five years, she was staying in an environment. She was raped pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, she didn't have a way out until her subconscious mind found a way out. So slowly but surely, she started putting on a lot of weight as a protection from... Um, you know, from all pain that pain. And it worked because husband slowly lost interest and she was able to divorce him. And then you might say, well, she divorced him 25 years ago. Why she kept weight on all this time, no matter what she did? And this is another secret about our subconscious mind. It doesn't know the difference between past, present and future. Everything happens in the now. Uh, this is why sometimes what happened in our early childhood, some kind of trauma, it's important to clear it out. Because deep down, she didn't believe that it is safe 
to be a beautiful woman. And so even when she did everything she could to release that weight, subconscious would put it back. This is how, uh, you know, incredibly strong and powerful our subconscious is. And I'm very happy to report that, of course, we were able to uh, clear that block. And that so what are some of the other secrets of the subconscious mind? Well, our subconscious mind is a, a million times faster than our conscious mind. And this is why it's so important to know all that memory bank <laughs> that you know our subconscious is when we make a decision that decision happens typically in a matter of milliseconds completely below the level of our conscious awareness because by the time we make a decision on the conscious level our subconscious already compared and checked in with all negative experiences in our life, looked into all posi uh, possible outcomes, looked into all the dangers, or the, what we consider would be a danger, and made an emotional decision. And so that decision might not be good for us, for example, not moving forward with a particular business idea or investment, yet, uh, you know, it would sabotage our ability to move forward and step into new identity. Well, that, and that's how our perceptions come. I mean. You take a car, drives along the road, and there's four people in the car. The driver just bought this car, so all he sees is cars that are just like his. His perception is, oh, there's another one, there's another one. The driver on the side, uh, the, the person on the side in the front seat, he is fairly negative based on his thoughts, and all he sees is the closed-down shops or maybe the sign for lease. person in the back sees is in love and all he mm -hmm, sees is girls, girls and love and kisses and whatnot. And the fourth guy is involved in nature and he sees, oh, even on this building there's a tree growing. The car just is. Reality just is. It's how we perceive it and, and how much of that has become ourselves over time. Because as you say, it starts very early, right? Exactly. And what meaning we assign to it. You know, I'm not into you know, having my clients on the couch and talking about their childhood forever. I, I, you know, I don't have patience for all that stuff. What I am into is to understand some of the core events that tinted those glasses of how we view life. Because every belief that we form always happens at a high emotional state, mm -hmm. either high positive emotional state, when we felt on top of the world, something awesome happened and we felt empowered, or very negative emotional state. For example, when one of the parents died and uh, a little boy decides that love always leaves, or father leaves family for another woman and the daughter thinks that she's unlovable, she's not worthy, she's not enough. And so those uh, core beliefs, they always have very strong emotional connection to it. And that's what subconscious mind is all about. It's an emotional mind. And it's not just stored in the brain. It is, it sits everywhere in our body. And it activates at the time of making important decisions. And on one hand, we can make really um, great leaps and step into higher identity. However, more often than not, it's those triggers, those uh, self-protection mechanisms kind of show up immediately and put us back. And, you know, one of the scenarios that I see very often is that, you know, somebody would achieve a level of success, but then unconsciously they would sabotage themselves. And thinking about other secrets about the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind protects not only physical body, but more importantly, our inner identity, our inner self-image. So we all have 
metaphorically speaking, I guess, inner thermostat where we have settings for how much mm. money we can have, how much love we can have, sure. how much success we can have. And if we go above our settings and we don't raise our settings, what happens, we often kind of go back and sabotage ourselves. Like, you know, we make a bunch of money and then we lose it through divorces or bad real estate investments, like lack of due diligence and just kind of throwing money around, giving them to, you know, financial planners without realizing what's happening. There are plenty of ways how we can sabotage our own happiness and success. And that's why I believe it's so important to uh, understand ourselves and go deep and rewire, reshape uh, sort of the way how that thermostat yeah. operates. And it can be a lot of work. I mean, and sometimes uh, just listening to people the way they talk, Ozzy, I just have enough money to make the bills every month. And I, but I said, do you? Oh yeah, I said, so you believe that you make always enough money to pay your bills. Oh, that's no, that's no problem. I just don't have any left over. I said, mm -hmm. well, have you, are you listening to yourself? Your subconscious mind hears that you just have enough money and it serves you well. It always has enough money. Exactly. But start thinking <laughs> of having an extra 5,000. I know it sounds simple, but it's work that needs to be done to change. So how do you affect that change? Is there a system that you use to break down or? Absolutely. I spent a lot of time in the world of personal development with a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes motivational fluff, <laughs> sometimes really good advice, yet a lot of this was very sort of intellectual uh, suggestions and I was struggling with creating real lasting core positive change so that Monday comes and, you know, my life is changing. And so over the years I sort of put together golden nuggets, I've created my own system that uh, seems to create uh, incredible... The golden nugget system? Well, golden nuggets <laughs> that come together into yeah. the system that I call yeah. uh, radical uh, change system. And I find that there are three elements that are very important to be aware of if we actually want to create uh, real change. And the first, I believe, is awareness. Nothing can be done without getting real, you know, we pretend yeah. things don't exist, we put them under the carpet, we suppress, we kind of tell stories ourselves. Some self-awareness, understanding the, the reality exactly. that, that you understanding are. Understanding reality, accepting reality, and going deeper and understanding the past, where we are coming from, why, why I have the beliefs that I have that affected my life so tremendously as well as have clarity about the future. You know, one of the biggest issues with, sure. uh, you know, for people is they're absolutely not clear where they're going. Right. And subconscious will not take us where we don't know where we are going. It will be just kind of default, I believe, in living life by design. So awareness and understanding of self is crucially important. And this is where I help my clients go into their past and um, very fast uh, identify what are those core fundamental so triggers and, and trauma. Yes. And so we really need to be more, you know, real with ourselves. And I call that step, get real and clear. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is a part that was product of a lot of pain, uh, a lot of searching. And not too many people talk about. However, this is to me the very core fundamental part of how we move forward. And that has everything to do with releasing our emotional triggers. Because we all have suppressed trauma. And, you know, I'm not talking about processing every little, you know, emotional thing that ever happened to us. I'm talking about going into painful events that sometimes our subconscious completely suppresses because it's so painful to go there and uh, releasing the emotional charge around it. Like even when we go through, you know, things like divorce or loss um, of, you know, business losses and stuff. 
everything that we experience, all that emotional turbulence that is activated, it actually still has roots that go deep into our uh, early years in life. And this is what's important. It's not so much about what happened in our uh, past. It is the meaning that we assign to it. Sure. And to change that meaning, we have to revisit that emotional experience sure. and release that charge. And you know, funny enough, majority of my clients are uh, men, and for men, emotional work is like, forget it, you know, old guy, <laughs> don't need to go back, it's water under the bridge, I just put yeah. it under the carpet. And when they realize that their life today happens the way it happens and it's been sabotaged because there is some um, pattern that they repeat over and over again because sure. of that emotional charge. So the, they now say that 95% um, of our uh, anxiety, insecurities, all kinds of even physical diseases come from unprocessed, uncleared emotional baggage. So I believe that we have to face that emotional baggage. Sometimes it's very challenging and actually uh, I have a, a little guided uh, experience for if your listeners would like to uh, do that, uh, absolutely complimentary, sure. that allows to go deep um, into those past memories and, so and how do you, release how do you, and release that. <coughs> how do listeners access uh, They can just go to my website, olgaricards.com, and under resources they you can... You have to be uh, slower than that. Uh, yeah. Olga, what? <laughs> so it's olgaricards.com. It's R-I-C-K. R-I-C-K-A-R-D-S. And then under tap resources. So it's Ricards with an S? With S, yes. Okay. It's olgarecords.com. And on that under, website, uh, they'll under find... Under tap resources, uh, they will find uh, what's called Radical Reset. is a guided uh, meditative experience. Uh, it's a hypnotherapy experience that allows them to go back and I, I, you know, understand some of the patterns. Their subconscious will sort of bring it to them and release those patterns. That's well, it's, it's absolutely vital. Mm -hmm. I mean, on a strictly business way, we, we used to have the illicit action weekend. So people would be exposed to some of the material for the first time. The Friday night, then all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and then two weeks later, we used to do a follow-up. On a Friday night, I never talked real estate once. Mm -hmm. Because I said, we all have a belief system and it comes from something that you established over time. Absolutely. I don't know absolutely. who's important in your mind or what it was, but I will give you a thousand secrets of how you can buy real estate, how you can buy real estate without money, how and you, you will can not do all... implement, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's not only that, but for you to believe it and not say, well, Ozzy can do it or so-and-so can do it, you have to do some work inside. There's nothing to do with real estate. Yes. It's your belief system. And I think that's what you... You have to get down to what is it that I believe? You know, what is it? Is money dirty, or what? What? What are those? Some of those beliefs that I have to change, and I guess that's what you do by your, by your reset, right? Well, big time, because you know, if we want, we, we have to step into new identity in order to uh, go to the next uh, level. We have to change our money beliefs, our beliefs about sure. love, our beliefs about success, and all that. And this is where it it becomes challenging because, like you know, that third step of my system, um, I call it upgrade and integrate. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason it is also a crucially important step is because. Okay, I have, I have, you know, good news and bad news. <laughs> the good news is that our brain has an incredible property called neuroplasticity. 
which is the ability of the brain to change at, uh, and rewire itself at any time, which is fantastic. It means that we can change at any time of our life, even though majority of our beliefs were established in early childhood and we keep replaying very similar patterns on the core level, we can step into much better reality by upgrading our uh, inner identity, our inner self-image and literally have a new identity. However, the bad news is that it is not that easy to rewire yeah. the brain as, you know, mainstream publications want us to believe. Sure. The truth is that real positive lasting change takes time. Sure. Brain needs time to rewire itself. And interestingly enough, you know, science now tells us that it takes the brain between 18 and 254 days to change a habit. Sure. And the reason for that, you know, like there is this thing about 21 days, everybody sure. believes I just do something for 21 days and it's going to be great. Not exactly. <laughs> if we deal with really deep core stuff, it, brain needs more time to rewire itself. And here is what's so awesome about the way how our brain is designed. On one hand, you know, we keep, it, it's a pattern machine. So we keep replaying the same things over and over again. And that's not going to change because this is like a hardware, like laptop, mm -hmm. that's running programs, and that is mother nature, that's not going to change. Yeah. However, when we change the software, when we change the programming that the sure. brain is running, that's how we now step into different life and success habits and love habits and you know, better money habits, they become so natural to us that we wouldn't notice that we change so much. However, looking back, it's like night and day. Sure. And this is what I, you know, see when I look at my life sometimes, like, yeah, it's life and, you know, work in progress. There is still so many sure. things I need to do and where I want to go. Yet, looking where I'm coming from, I'm like, wow, that's really big difference. And um, I believe that when we really serious about our future, when we brutally honest with ourselves and when we are willing to do the work that it takes, the sure. change can be incredibly fast, core, fundamental, and uh, I see it with my clients time after time. hundred percent. I mean, you know, years ago we used to teach that we learn through impact. You're fired. Oh, I learned that. I was very clear. There was clarity there. I, I, Excellent. I broke right through, right? <laughs> the only other way to learn is through constant spaced repetition of yes. a quality new concept idea. But first of all, you have somebody to have that quality idea which you have in your three-step system to begin with and then you work with the individual to make sure that they follow through and do the things that they need to do because yes, it needs work. I always find it amazing. People read a book and say, that makes me stop smoking. No, it doesn't. It, it took doesn't, years no. Years and years of smoking. <laughs> Information does not create change. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, right. So you have to do you know, some activity. And so the key though is that I believe that Give me someone who can make me do what I can. We can all do so much more and so much more efficient. But it's sometimes you need some outsider to look at. Look at Tony Robbins has apparently one multi-billionaire that pays him a million dollars a year so that he makes a phone call for one hour a month. Now, maybe it's a, a, a strong story, but I believe it because it doesn't matter how much money you make you still need to work on yourself. It's all about There's the inner game. <laughs> that's right. And how do you feel about it? And how are your relationships for yourself and, and, and for with others? And an outsider who can make you do what you already can but won't do is it, absolutely key. Because, you know, we spend so much money on, 
And yes, there's, there's the books, the motivation, and it's all, all has a grain of truth. But in the end, it's that, look, if I want to do exercise and want to slim down my already august body, I really go there by myself. If I pay, though, the $60 or more <laughs> to, not, on a right? Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, well, I go, right? It's like there is something that you have to plan. It's the accountability. You commit yourself your to the action. You do the action, then you measure the results, you recommit. And it's an ongoing process. It's so much easier if you have a quality person that has herself, in, in your case, gone through all sorts of different roads to become that almost perfect woman that you are today. Right? <laughs> Keep <If> talking. <laughs> so that then, it, then it makes a huge difference. So in, in terms of pe- listeners can get in touch with you on the website at olgarecords.com. What is one of your favorite quotes on personal development? I think one of my favorites is by um, John Wooden, and it is, it's what we learn after we know it all that mm-hmm. counts. Yeah. And I think ultimately the game is about, uh, you know, unlearning, unconditioning, <laughs> unbecoming to, mm. in some way, you know, removing, shedding all the stuff that doesn't serve us and create a better version of ourselves. And Ozzy, this is what I deeply, deeply believe. I think we are powerful. I think we're amazing. I think there is so much potential and we are actually afraid more of our potential mm. than you know what we are not capable of. And when we actually allow ourselves to step into our greatness, there is so much greatness. You know, life becomes so much more fun. Yeah, and it's it's true. You have to have a belief system that that is limitless. I can do whatever Uh, unimaginable things, but I have to do some work, I have to have some guidance and look at the future with with pride and expectation. I always maintain that we grow into our own future best self. It's a journey, right? And so five years ago I was different than I am today and five years from now I'm going to be different than I am today. But today I can decide what changes I need to do to be that different person five years from now. And I like the way you say that it takes some time. Yeah, it does take time, but it's time well spent. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you are living, breathing proof of uh, what's possible with putting all on all the work, not only for outside success, but also inner success. And it's always been such a pleasure to, uh, you know, be around you and see how beautifully your mind works and how <laughs> much, you know, how, how much you give to this world. Well, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I urge every listener to go to your website and find out when you can make a tweaking of the mind with Olga Rickers. (laughs) Thank you so much. And actually, some of your listeners might want to apply for a complimentary consultation. Uh, Complimentary? Yes. So so what Uh, exactly is that? Well, we can look at, you know, take a brutally honest look at what works, what doesn't work, and uh, what's missing, and identify the number one subconscious block that stands in the way and sabotages their happiness and success. Um, And again, they can go to my website and uh, apply there. Sounds good. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Jose.